Enter now the age of apocalypse, Shiga, with your hosts, Dayspring and Scott Free. The name's Cable. Remember it. And the only people who can stop apocalypse are the mutants known as Dayspring, Scott Free, and Michelle. This is Captain America, and we need to defeat apocalypse. What's up, Amelia? We're here to talk about some Marvel Legends with Mr. Scott Free, our co-host. What's up? Yeah. Um, what is up, Familia? <laughs> Why are you being such a fucking troll right now? What's wrong with you? Oh, I'm I'm always I'm always a troll. I do it out of love. Um yeah. people don't know this, but the way we shade each other on DMs, I mean you're pretty nasty. I, you know, look, I, I can't control it. Sometimes it's going to come out. You don't know when. Um, you don't know how, but it will get you. <laughs> but we're here to talk about Marvel Legends, which is something you've never, we've never really engaged on, on a personal level, because you weren't really a Legends collector up until recently. No, um, it's something a little more, you know, I, I had like one here and there, uh, you know, like characters that I would like cosplay or just like random ass ones that I wanted to get, but I wasn't really like serious about it. Um, I used to collect like Funko Pops. Oh, I know you used to collect Funko Pops. I remember, what, did you have the Galactus Funko Pop? Oh yeah, he's he's over there. Okay, um, can can I tell you something, Scott? Yes. I had the biggest crush on you. And then we did a recording, and you showed me your Galactus Funko Pop. Killed it. I was like, mm. no, I'm just joking for our Funko Pop enthusiasts. Don't come at us. I'm just trolling Mr. Scott Free. Yeah. Um, that, that's, yeah. No, that that's that's accurate. Uh, not, nothing says, like you know, adult, like a Funko Pop. Um, well, by the way, the Funko Pop, like, craze, like, even IRL, like, I was talking to my cousin the other day, and he's here, like, oh, do you remember so-and-so? And I was like, oh, yeah, what, what what are they up to? And they're like, oh, they just bought a house in Central Florida. And I was like, gross, why? And he's here, like, well, they had, they, they make this living off of buying Funko Pops and then reselling them. Yeah. And they, however they've been doing it over the years, amassed amount of money that they're able to put down a, a a mortgage or a down payment on a house in central florida which is not cheap by the way i wish it was being shady before it ain't cheap anymore in florida but i had flink got me a white phoenix funko pop and i know he's not listening to this episode so i can say this but during the pandemic when i lost all my work i was like shit i gotta play i gotta pay for my chicky tendies what's the first thing i'm gonna sell and it's a white phoenix glow in the dark funko pop which i sold for like eight hundred dollars on yeah. eBay, so I believe it. I believe that enthusiasts can make a really good money on a great money yeah. off of this. Yeah, uh, particularly like popular ones. Like I've got the Jim Lee uh, Cyclops uh, signed by Chris Claremont. Um, I'm sure he loved signing that one. Th there was a lot going on with that. I, I was also um, dressed up as uh, like astonishing, like Whedon era Cyclops, and like <laughs> I was just. I was not hitting Claremont's boxes with with that. So 
Were we oh. we were at New York Comic Con together when we I cat called you didn't I cat called Claremont <laughs> when we were walking by I was like Yo Claremont we love you and he turned around and he gave his like pageant girl wave. I mean he's 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 the king like he can he can do his his queen you know pageant girl wave at you. I I don't want to do a sidebar here because we're here to talk about legends and your your love for legends but I want to say. After our Anne Nascenti interview that we did a couple months ago, I have a very deep appreciation for Chris and everything he did. When Anne was like, oh, yeah, you know, he would be there with his little notebook writing how everything like interconnects. Like, even though I think for the casual reader, Gene, Madeline, the Phoenix, Scott is very convoluted for us. It's pretty straightforward. And he had to figure that out and he had to do those stories and we got so mad props to Chris and he can be saucy about Funko Pop Cyclo- Jim Lee Cyclops or Scott Free in his eBay astonishing X-Men <laughs> Leotard. Okay. You, uh, I, I, I will agree with you <laughs> up to the eBay part. That shit is expensive and I do not shop on eBay. <laughs> I so I have a Spider-Man costume that I bought off of eBay for like 20 bucks that I have had for like 20 years. I'm I'm no no comment. No comment. <laughs> Wait, okay. So you're collecting legends now. Yeah. Um, you know, here here and there, uh mostly X-Men. Uh, you know, that's that's where my heart um heart is. But yeah, I've I've you know, some of the new waves, um, like the recent uh like villain box with like strife and all that just love the detail and um yeah really excited about some of the ones coming down the pipeline like you know they're checking all my boxes with like like chamber and like quentin choir and it's like it's like scott free's like panoply of like broken depressing men and uh i'm here for it yeah and you know it's funny my reactions seem to vary here and there on the new approach that they're having. I guess it's like digital printing. I don't know the technology. I, I cannot express how they're doing the technology now, but they've updated the way they sort of render the faces and stuff like that. Even if it doesn't look that great online, when you hold the figure in the palm of your hands, it looks great. I haven't gotten that um, that wave with Chamber, Emma, Corsair, Astonishing Cyclops. I have not had the best reaction to that Emma and I go back and forth with it. Like, Flink had it, and we did a quick review. I was like, okay, I'm a believer. Dan Hu, who we've had on the podcast before, gave some really beautiful shots. But then Nerd Alert Jason posted that Emma, and I was like, oh, it does yeah. not look good. And he's here like, you're insane. Look what she can do. And he sent me, like, a private DM where he just puts her on the table, and she can stand. You know, she doesn't topple over because she has the big heels. I'm like, I love the technology for that. She's not that great, but it's because they're also doing it based off of like specific artists' interpretation of the character. And in this case, John Cassidy, yep. astonishing Emma Frost. And I happen to think John Cassidy's art is really good when he has the time to draw, you know, with you know, with great detail. But I would say that this Emma is based off of some of the rushed panels <laughs> that he's done. Yeah, it, it it probably wasn't his finest uh finest work from that era. Um, you know, I'm just amazed like she stands up, which you know, that checks one of my boxes. Um I mean yeah. we can't even stand up. When we go to like cons together, we're like 
the next day after drinking, we're like toppling over. Baby, I'm I'm working on it right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, so funny. So shout out to Great Malcolm Lean Podcast. I was at our neighborhood bar. They have a fantastic Scott. They have like splash level happy hour. And it's, you know, three for one. And like I pay like six dollars and I get like a bottle of wine. So incredible. It doesn't have the smell. That's no, no, this is a classy place. No, 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 no. This is a classy place in Coconut Grove. It's called Botanico. So shout out, by the way, to one of my neighbors who stopped me in the lobby because I, I got a notification that the Magneto Mondo arrived. I was like going through my packages. And this person who lives in my building came up to me and was like, hey, actually listen to your podcast. And I was like, really? Thank you. So to that one person who knows what bar I'm talking about, we should go to happy hour there. But um, I, I I drank very much there, and I asked for a to-go cup, and they told me, no, you're going to have to finish it here. And I was so insulted. But uh, I chugged it, came, did an interview with uh, Chad. Uh, we were talking about I Kill Giants and X-Men The Hidden Years with Ken Nimora. Nimora. And uh, and uh, so I'm kind of toasty here, but I don't, I'm kind of sobering up now, unfortunately. Well, I mean, you managed to work both a to-go cup and splash into an anecdote. So you're doing, doing something. And, and for the, the kids who are too young to know what splash is, is a l- late gay bar in uh, New York City that is now long gone. And uh, it was gross. Um, no, it was not. First of all, listen, I am so sorry for those kids who are growing up now and they don't have three for one happy hour on, what was it? Was it 17th and 8th? No, it was like 17th and 6th, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was multi-level and... Yeah, wet. it was 17th and 7th, something like Whatever, you know. 17th. It was definitely 17th because it was the same as West Elm. I remember that. And the Old Navy. I am so sorry that if you are in Manhattan right now, you're growing up in a world without Splash. Honestly, I think gay culture tanked the second in Manhattan, the second rebar and Splash came to an end. But shout out to boxers. I do like boxers. Uh, industry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is industry still around? Oh no! It was therapy that closed. Therapy, therapy that closed. Do you know which is my favorite though? The Ritz. <laughs> Ritz is fun. Uh, it's okay. Ritz, the Ritz is messy. Like I have never been. I've never been to the Ritz where it's not like it's not like messy. And I'm not saying the bar is messy. I'm saying that like I have been in like a messy state. Um, so you know, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm always in like the best frame of mind when I'm at the Ritz. Poised, controlled. Poised, such a great. Anyways, back to legends. Back to legends. Back to uh, legends. All right, what's been the best legend you've had so far? Um, I am actually a. Uh, anyone who follows me knows I'm like a big Venom fan. Um, that was like my my like '90s like antihero, strong homoerotic subtext. Um, I'm a. I was a big fan of like the King and Black wave that came out um we got like null uh he's massive look at that wait let me spotlight you holy frack yeah 
Um, oh my I haven't seen him IRL. Uh, he's he's big. He comes with a sword. Um, he has a second head. I I have misplaced the head, but that'll that'll turn up somewhere. I'm sure you'll find the head. Find it. Um, and it also it came with um a venom as well. Mm-hmm. Um, who also comes with wings that I do not keep in because um he's extremely top heavy then and yeah. falls over. And off the shelf, and before I rearrange some things onto my head, um, which was not fun, but you know, big ass wings, and uh, that's that's definitely like my my favorite of like recent um, stuff. But I got another Venom box set recently, um, which was the uh, Legends box with uh, Venom, Riot, and Agony. Um, art and um, if anyone's read Venom Lethal Protector um, the Life Foundation captures Venom they poke him and prod him and they create these five like split off symbiotes and Riot and Agony are two of them that appear sort of the most in like subsequent stuff um, so it comes with like, like Eddie Brock um Two heads, you get the the tongue action too. Uh, if if you're into that, wait, hang on, is that like a half morphed head? Wait, let me pin you. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh half, my god, that's worth it. Half morphed head exposed. Uh, I have to tell you though, like I cannot keep up with all of the legends that are dropping anymore. Like I was even thinking that, like at the end of this year, we're gonna have to do like a best you know, like legends list. I'm like, I can't even tell you what's come out so far, but that, that venom, that Eddie, like, um, I, I want that right now. Oh, it's, it's available. Uh, this one Wait. specifically is not. No, <laughs> no, I can't have that one. No. Um, and the tongue. I, I love like the tongue action. Oh, um, do you love tongue action? Paul, why do you have to make everything so dirty? I'm not. You said that you said that. That is a quote. This is a, a clean, family-friendly show. Right. It's a family-friendly show. You're coming in here with your smut. and uh, But no, like, um, and, you know, two, two fists. You can change the, the claws for the fists. Uh, I like to keep the claws out um, because that's just the way I roll. Um, and then you get Agony, um, who is the lady symbiote who is not Scream. Not the yellow one. She uh, looks so much better than Scream. I was so disappointed by the Scream. I got her at my local GameStop, and I immediately sold her on eBay the second I got home. I have Scream somewhere over, and it's it's not not, not, not my favorite. Uh, she looks great. Agony looks great. Let me wait. Let me spotlight yeah. her here. Um, oh my god! Look at the paint deco on that, and it's for me. It's a hair sculpt as well. The hair sculpt is is great. Um, it's almost kind of genish, like lovers three pack gene. I mean, not. Uh, I mean, this is next level gene. Hasbro has been killing it with the hair recently. They really have. Like it. It actually. It did remind me as well of like some of the gene stuff. Um, Do you using... have a gene Marvel Legends? I don't, but I've seen like the. We're gonna have to change that. We're gonna have to change um, that. I'm I'm Team Emma. Like I I can't. You can be Team Emma and have a Gene Legends. That that's not the way my brain works. <laughs> Fair enough. 
Fair enough. I hope you enjoy your new Marvel Legends Emma. That's good. did you pre-order her? I did. Mm-hmm. I, you know, like that. I, I couldn't say no. Um, you know, she's gonna stand up, uh, and that's all I'm asking. It's like I just want someone. I, I want. I want like a busty Emma that's not just gonna like tip over because of the weight of her inhuman breasts. <laughs> I I have to tell you, past Emma figures. It's, they've always been a miss for me. I really did love the Wolverine Legends Emma, which is the one I sort of display with the alternate head from Walgreens. It fits perfectly. But doing even comparisons with this recent Emma, it's th- this recent Emma is well done, but I just don't think it's a beautiful rendering of of Emma. So you know, as we've discussed at for, for, for me, for me, it's more like the nostalgia for. Um that sort of like era like the astonishing like i love I, that's Rocky my favorite Fall. cyclops costume yeah i do and, love the astonishing like, cyclops era and like if um if i'm going to get the cyclops i have to get the the emma because yeah. gene gene was gene was rip in that era i mean so. gene was very rip everyone keeps like forgetting that but she was she was she was rip and editorially she was either in the white hot room or she was just dead dead but that's a conversation for another episode um and then we have uh he's he's billed as marvel's riot um let me pin you yeah who's who's like who's like venom except like bigger and angrier and blue and um he uh you know the sculpt is great he's got like tentacle things coming out of his back because it's the 90s and everything's tentacly and um and uh comes with a changeable claw uh to replace one of the hands which i think is really cool um i tend to keep the claw off though are Um, you wait are you displaying these somewhere yeah I've, i've got like a shelf but it's not set up yet i new furniture so i'm still in the process of like moving i mean listen i feel you on that every all my shit is in boxes it's it's all it's like yeah don't don't ever buy just rent people at home just rent forever get a turnkey situation oh look like i mean don't don't take don't take like home buying advice from a man with displaying his his venom collectibles to you. But you know, when your HOA comes in, they're they're like, "What is that?" And you're like, "That's that's riot." Thank you. Yeah, and then I go, and riot's going to sue you. <laughs> <laughs> that is hysterical. Oh my god, I can't believe you just did that on camera. Your stance, they're going to be like, "What the fuck." Yeah, they're gonna be like, "This is what this is why he he never does like reels or video because he's crazy." <laughs> so. I mean, same man. I literally woken up the next morning. I was like, "Why did I post that?" Um, so you're so now you're kind of like, "Wait, I I think you joined Legends at a really good time." I said this about the Strike Force box set. Did you order the Strike Force the the Uncanny X Men two seventy five box sets? I did. I, have, you know. have you gotten them yet? I haven't. I I have to tell you. This reminds me, getting these box sets reminds me of when we got that X-Men Danger Room box set from Toy Biz back in like 2004, 2003, whatever year it was. And this to me just 
I just know that some collectors at a certain age are getting this now, and this is going to inspire their fandom for years to come, and they're going to be like, oh my god. Like, this is a golden age for Hasbro. And I... I I, I'm so glad that you are part of this because you weren't you weren't initially, and now that you are, I'm like, yeah, let's do some kikis on legends. Hey, I'm I'm here for it. Uh, you bring Jean Grey, and I'll bring my goo monsters. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's a really interesting sub community. I mean, legends is a very interesting sub community on the on the interwebs, and a lot of people. I mean. I, I'd be curious. We had Ryan Ting on the podcast like years ago. Yeah. And I wanted, I, I tried to ask him, like, what, how does the toy industry work? How do you measure success for waves? And I think he took it as me trying to get proprietary information. But I'm genuinely curious. I feel now people who weren't collecting legends before are collecting legends. And I'm wondering how is that affecting their bottom line? Because we know Hasbro has been going through some rough patches as have so many other um, industries, but I'm just, for me, there's this, in, this crazy amount of success with legends and you know, the, the, the room has sort of expanded to include other people who have never been here before. So. Yeah. I mean, I, I think an element of it is, you know, so, some of it's, I mean, to be blunt, some of it's cost. Um, it's okay. an expensive, it's an expensive hobby. And you know, you're getting people. How much uh, did you pay for that box set? Uh, about one twenty. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, for three figures. I mean, beautiful figures, but still. Yeah, I. You know, I. It. It's. It's not something like. I wouldn't have gotten it if it wasn't like like Lethal Protector is one of my all time favorite Marvel stories. I wouldn't have gotten it if it wasn't like something that was like important to me. Like, for example, I. I couldn't justify like the um they never actually made it the uh the ghost rider like engine of vengeance thing that ended up engine you know, of vengeance <laughs> yeah yeah Mad it's Maddie Fire. it's we've we've broken that down so much on the YouTube channel it's I listen I was in for Maddie I I'm okay with the we we talked about it with Dwight at New York Comic Con. I don't think it was the day you were there. I don't. You weren't there the first day of New York Comic Con. Am I making that up? I no, remember. I was there. You were there. That's yeah. weird. That's weird that we didn't chat <laughs> together because we were together the entire time. But he he was talking about how th this was a perfect venue to get other figures. How there was so much to offer with the Engine of Vengeance, but it fell flat. Not only did it fall flat, but people actively resisted that i i have to tell you i was collecting legends back in 2002 when they were 7.99 so yes i i think the price of the figures right now is absurd i mean we're looking at like 29.99 for just a figure if not more i remember when i bought an unreleased series 11 scarlet witch even though she would eventually become released but at the time we didn't think she was going to be released i paid 150 dollars for her and people on foosh.net told me i was crazy and now it's not that absurd to pay $125 for an action figure. Oh, easily. Um, I, uh, Madrox, um, not yeah, the retro card, multiple man. Yeah. That came. Well, there, I, I've got the retro cards, but the, the old, like the original X factor. Oh uh, yeah. With multiple one, heads. Wait, it's the apocalypse old. wave, isn't it? 
Yes. And now it's like it's like 90, 90 bucks ish. Yeah, it's absurdly priced right now. You you need to kind of get them when they're coming out. Yeah, it's the apocalypse wave. Yeah. Um, you have to get them when they're coming out. If not, you're gonna pay a pretty penny for it. And I said that about the Strike Force box set. I mean, two, three years from now, you're gonna be paying an obscene amount of money for it. And I remember Jeff and I, we got into like this huge fight one year. We were driving back from the beach and he wanted to stop at True to try to find the Dark Phoenix box set again and we already had like three of them and i was like dude you gotta stop this like yeah. that's it we got that box set is probably like four hundred dollars i mean should have bought as many as we could find throwing them in the back of the car uh um, same with so now with like i do happen to think that hasbro is giving you quality that is on par with sort of premium figures like i say this about banshee in our review of the Strike Force box set, this is a premium level figure. I know it doesn't have all those like, you know, interchangeable parts and stuff like that, but the the sculpting and the rendering is absolutely beautiful, and you would be absurd to not want to have that figure. It, it is. We live in the year twenty twenty three. It's for that quality of figure. Unfortunately, the price point isn't as absurd, even though it's fucked up because they should be seven ninety nine. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, like how, I mean, yeah, seven ninety nine. But also, like, like to produce like more obscure characters, like Quentin Quire, for example, you have to like yeah. charge a little more. And I, you know, but if anyone's listening, if you do decide to make that Son of Satan, Damian Hellstrom thing that they were teasing, you know, that they put on as like an addition to try to get people to buy the Ghost Rider thing, I will buy it. Because I have to tell you, I, I was. So angry when they announced uh, Son of Satan. I I want to say Damian Wayne. Is it Damian? Is that how you pronounce his name? Yeah. Okay. Because um, in my head, I say Damian, Damian Wayne when I see him. I love him because of his ties to Hellcat. I The Defenders era. I 100% love this character. But I don't understand why that was their Hail Mary. Like, they announced him on a Friday. And, yeah. like, the campaign was closing on a Monday. And they... I, I'm forgetting the particulars and people can slide into our DMs to remind us or just check our catalog on YouTube, but they were at something like 4,000 backers and they needed 9,000. So why on a Friday afternoon you're going to unveil Damien? He's not your Hail Mary. Your Hail Mary would have been Madeline. Your Hail Mary would have been Mephisto. I don't understand like sort of like the modeling behind that. It, yeah. There, I'm curious. There's a lot of... Yeah. Um... It, it was it was weird. I mean, it was basically just Namor with a different oh, head. I said and, that. Yeah, it's yeah. it was basically like a repaint. Like I don't, I don't, I don't get it. But anyways, um, so you're a Legends collector now. I love it. Yeah, um, got my. Is there a particular legend that you want, but you just haven't gotten around to getting it? Um. My my like my grail right now is the old Alpha Flight um box with like North Star. Oh, the Amazon that David Nakayama did the art for. Oh yeah, that's a great box set. I'm pretty yeah. sure it's like absurdly priced now. Even though like they couldn't give that shit away <laughs> a couple years yeah. ago. Like it was on discount. Yeah. So like me and I guess you know like the five other North Star fans all snatched that up, whereas I I am like. I, I live in hope. Uh, that's that's like my my big one. If I could find that, 
Marvel Legends. For a reasonable price. I'm just curious how much it's going for on the secondary market. Not too bad. I listen. I'm I'm seeing one for 154. It's not bad. Plus 14.50. I'm seeing 144 by now with 16 dollars shipping. Listen, it, listen. It, it's not not optimal, but you are getting six figures. So you should act on that today before you regret it tomorrow. That is true. Um, is there a, a particular legend that doesn't exist for, of a character that you want? That's that's tough. Um, Exodus, Exodus, Exodus. Yeah, I mean, ex- Exodus, like, it, like pre Krakoa, I would have, I wouldn't have said Exodus, but like now that he's back in the spotlight, um, and he's like not so obscure anymore, like. I, I think Exodus would be like mm-hmm. Exodus would be great. Uh, I think like doing some of the Hellfire club members like Shaw, like an in the like Shaw not part of like a box set. The box set would be would be great. Um you know, just just some some characters that have also just like specifically been in box sets like North Star or uh Aurora, etc. just like separate them out. Um, you know, a separate pyro. Like, I don't need the the rogue. Sorry, but I. You know what? That rogue was originally part of the Wolverine Origins wave that did not get released because they were having trouble with their variants at that point. But I agree with you. I mean, you you want that's a superior pyro, and it's funny because the toy biz bring on the bad guys pyro that we got. I remember holding him like what a year, two years ago thinking like wow they can never top this figure like fine you'll give us an updated pyro whatever but it'll never it's going to look comparable to the original toy biz one and i held it you know both of them in my hand i was like damn this new one from hasbro and i say that all the time every time i'm like hasbro can't improve what came before and i'm like yeah they can prove it pretty well i think the only thing that i will say that's changed is you know you used to get bigger bigger baths you know, Angel at one point has his like expanding wings and stuff like that. You know, you had motorcycles for some of these characters, and now you just you don't. Yeah, no, I I uh, I agree. Um, I I think I would also uh, love to see them redo like Carnage with sort of a head like they have on this Venom. Um, the uh, the head on. Carnage is not great. The six inch. Yeah, I would love like a maximum Carnage box set. Yeah. You know, and maybe throw in some random characters like you know someone from the New Warriors or something like that. But you know, Venom Carnage I, with an alternate with alternate heads, re-release it like that. It's so funny because I argued this point with the Engine of Vengeance as well, which is like, fuck, you know, Mephisto is going to get done. I don't care what anyone says. You can't slide into my DMs right now and tell me that Mephisto is not going to get Marvel Legends, especially since it is rumored that Sasha Baron Cohen will be joining the MCU as Mephisto. We are getting a Mephisto Legends on the future. No one cares about Damien except for you and me. And Madeline is a character everyone wants, but is going to be made an example of because the engine of vengeance didn't fund and they can't just give us that figure. However, if they just did a box set 
They just re-released a box set with uh, the X-Factor Cyclops from the RetroCard Wave. Give us a repaint of whatever Jean figure you want, but in her X-Factor uniform and that Madeline Pryor figure, it would sell out immediately. Just like this Dark Phoenix, just like Spiral and the RetroCard Waves sold yeah. out. It would break the fucking internet. Or you can just do X-Factor Cyclops, which you already have. No improvements needed. And Madeline Pryor, two-pack, HasbroShop.com exclusive, sells out. I will say the same thing for something like Carnage. Do Maximum Carnage. I don't... What year did Maximum Carnage come out? I, my, my point being, do an anniversary. You know, box set, it will sell out. It's, uh, it's the 30th anniversary, 30th anniversary of... Um... Yeah, it's 93. Uh, in yeah. August, it will be 30 years. We should cover it on. I love Maximum Carnage so much. It's it's great. It's one of my favorite. Like, just absolutely bunkfuck. Uh, I, I read it when I was working at Harper and so miserable. And on my summer Friday, sort of my treat was I would read one issue, you know, for the entire summer. And it was such a wonderful, joyous thing to read, especially in this, a summer crossover event, you know, in New York city, it was just so much fun. And, but yeah, I mean, I, I questioned their approach on a lot of things. Hasbro has been kind of quiet. They haven't really released a lot of new information. I, I guess we're getting a multiverse of madness. Wanda that's coming this September to target, yes. but I just feel like one, yes, you're right that we do want a Wanda because that's the only reason why people went to the movie to see the movie. Why almost, hit a billion but secondly unanimously as a fandom we have disowned multiverse of madness and this figure is coming out a little too late yeah it's 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 a weird it's it's a little late um you know I, i've been surprised like they haven't done like uh an updated like young like young avengers like young avengers box like where's like wiccan and like speed and hulkling and all that but yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. So here's a little here's a little Papa Grandpa Dayspring continuity note. The original Young Avengers box set accidentally shipped out from whatever warehouse in Toy Biz in Kansas, and it was on eBay for like two hundred dollars. I bought it, and I was I was the first one to like post figures of it on the Foosh and like maybe ActionFigureInsider.com, something like that. One of those websites but like 15 20 years ago that box set slapped i i have one down the street at my parents house i was gonna say back home in miami but at, at my parents house those figures still hold up i don't care what anyone says i mean fine prove me wrong hasbro by giving us a young avengers box set but yeah. those figures look so good the one thing that toy biz did and this could be why well we know why Toy Biz didn't initially stick around was because action figures were seen as a liability and they wanted to make Marvel very desirable for a sale to Disney. So how do you make it desirable? Omit your liability, which would be Toy Biz. That to me is like insane. They were actually making pretty good money. But one of the things they did invest in, and I think this is why Legends has endured, unique sculpts for the characters and you look yep. at gambit you look at Longshot, you look at wiccan these are unique sculpts and hasbro's a bit more which makes sense cost efficient they have like the bucky cat mold they have you know sort of their templates that they use but it works 
that works. Yeah, and it's it's a matter of scale too. And I mean, Hasbro's been making figures for decades now, and they know it took them a while to get where they were at, though. It was definitely a minute. So, but we are definitely in a golden age, and the fact that you are now part of the Hasbro collecting circle, welcome. Just a little scot free to improve your day. Scott Free always improves our day. What do you have? What do you have any cosplays coming up? Um, no, nothing like, uh, yeah, actually, no, wow, brains, brains not working. Um, I, I do. Um, you will have to follow me to find out because, uh, I want it to be a surprise. And really interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah, well, I I think you do, but you yeah. keep you know, it's 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 the allure. You lure the followers in. And... Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I I don't even know what's coming up down the line. I feel my auction season is going to be kicking off, so I'm just like living in a haze. But Marvel Legends, let's talk, man. Like I I want to make sure we expand that conversation, have more discussions on Legends. It's kind of where I was thinking about this today, actually, on the drive back from the beach. It's it's kind of hard to review Legends now because before it was just kind of like a smaller group that was collecting Legends and yeah. you got them and you posted them. But now it's a bigger group and things ship so differently. Like if you order from HasbroShop.com, if you order from Big Bad Toy Store, if you just buy them from eBay, you know, ahead of the time. Like So it, there's no right way now to drop information about Legends. But I think the idea is like, man, we're just excited. I hope... You know, I hope Hasbro continues riding this high because the MCU certainly is not right now. I okay. I think we, I think the comics have been a sort of stagnant right now, but I think that's going to change with Fall of X. And you know, I I just kind of want to I want a lot of good stuff for our fandom right now, and I think Legends, the the the, the symbiote box set. And the Strike Force box set, I think, are slam dunks. People should get them. Yeah, and we should be excited for them. Get out there, buy, stimulate the economy. Um, you get your tax refund soon, so spend it on some collectibles. Anything else you want to chat about, Pablo? No, I think um, you know, uh, people giving the people what they want. Uh, <laughs> oh, are you giving the people what they want? Yeah, you, you give them the scot free in small doses. That way, they come back for more. <laughs> I think people want scot free in bigger doses. All right, that is our review of this box set, scot free. First Marvel Legends review. You did a great job. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I want that. <laughs> I want it. I'm actually going to look and see if I can find a loose Venom figure with the alternate head. I'm a sucker for those like half morphed heads yeah it's like you know it's kind of he's, he's he's working on it and like yeah love it get it all right you can hit us up at power of x-men on instagram maybe twitter depends on my mood definitely youtube and podcast platforms scott if people uh, listen they know where to find you yeah mr scott free on instagram mr scott free on twitter for as long as it's still around and uh yeah and your book club 
Yes. Um, this this is a see. This is what we call brand synergy. Um, so uh, I am starting a book club. Uh, if you're listening to this, you're probably aware of that. Uh, it's going to be called the Venomous Book Club, and we will be starting off with uh, Lethal Protector. So look out for uh, my stories, and we'll have some info up. And um, yeah, we'll get it going uh, in May. Boom! All right, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye.